to the Better Me Podcast. I am your host, Jen, and just a friendly reminder, I'm merely a curious girl looking for a platform to chat, learn, and dish. I'm not a professional therapist or claim to be an expert. Also, in every episode, I can't assure you this is at all appropriate for children, so be aware of that when starting to listen. And with that, let's work on being a better me. Hi, and welcome to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am excited to tell you all that I was able to get John back on the podcast today. It is Wednesday, hump day, and since he's my favorite person to hump, he agreed to be on the podcast today. So we are going to be talking about the sex gap in a relationship, the um, differences in sex drives between partners and kind of how to navigate that and how to deal with that. So I thought this would be a really interesting topic, um, not only for you guys, but also for us to kind of talk about too, because I think that it is a pretty common thing in a relationship, especially in a relationship that is um, a heterosexual situation because men and women are so different. And so we are going to kind of explore that today and talk about it. So I, like I said, I appreciate you guys tuning in and sorry, it's a couple days late. Um, it was 4th of July. So we, um, took a little holiday at home. So anyway, thank you so much. And like I always say, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Instagram at better me podcast. I am going to take a real quick break, and when I come back, I will be joined by your favorite guest, John. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen, and I am joined by your favorite, it's been too long, (laughs) my husband John. Does this mean I'm officially off of hiatus? Yes. I'm taking a break from hiatus. (laughs) Well, I mean, every once in a while you need to pop back in because everybody loves when you're on. Do they, though? Yes. Okay. I get lots of messages. I love to be loved. <laughs> but I love I love being in a hiatus state, too. And I had to kind of butter you up a little bit. <laughs> you did. You had to do favors. <laughs> you had to do special favors for me. <laughs> oh, somehow I have a feeling that I'm going to have to, like, actually, you're going to come back to me and look for those to get wrinkled in (laughs) no you've already done them i'm good (laughs) all right so today we are talking about the um discrepancies in a relationship in sex drives discrepancies in a relationship in sex drive you can you gotta kind of explain that one to me a little bit well we were talking about um a friend of yours who was um, kind of challenged with the fact that his significant other, who's female, was not as sexually driven as he is. 
Correct. And so then we started talking about why, you know, where maybe he might be going wrong as far as, you know, pushing her a little bit too hard and um, that, you know, he, he obviously has a much higher sex drive than she does. But isn't that the stereotype, and in most cases true, that the male species has a higher sex drive than the women, than the female species? Yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, obviously there's a reason there is a stereotype. Because yeah. a lot of times that is pretty true. How is it? And I think how, that... I'm ahead. sorry, I <laughs> want to ask you. Okay. Between your sex drive and my sex drive. I think they're actually like dead on. I was going to say pretty much the same thing. They line up pretty well. Yes. And Which I, is lucky for us. And I know where you're going with one of these questions, so I'm going to save it. Oh, I'm excited. i got a nice morsel here I'm going to hang on to until oh. you fire that question at me, and then I'm letting it go. Okay. Yep. Well, I'm excited. Hopefully I'll ask the right question. Well, well I'll bring it up anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, but what I was going to say is that I think that um, the stereotype becomes even more true as you get older. Because, you know, men are driven by testosterone and, you know, women in their childbearing years probably have a much higher sex drive than they do, you know, as their hormones change and they go through menopause and that kind of thing. You know, you become a little less sexual. But you told me that men go through some type of hormonal change as well. And I know testosterone levels drop off as men get older and estrogen levels get higher. So wouldn't it make sense that men's drop off at the same rate? Well, I would think that men's would get lower too. But um, the particular friend that we're talking about and you yourself are both very fit. And what builds testosterone is like strength training and you know having muscle oh so perhaps you know you're keeping your testosterone levels pretty high by staying so fit makes sense so but you always hear the expression a horny old horny old man horny old man right yeah true you don't ever hear horny old woman you really don't, do unless, you? Unless her name was Grandma D. But other than that, <laughs> you don't really hear about she, it. Actually, that's so funny. She popped in my head when you said that. You know, maybe I'm like chip off the old block. You could be. That would be pretty great. It could be. Oh, there goes your watch. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so let's talk about then what you think the the answer is. So... If if the female has more, um, you know, I, females in general are slow burners. So it's not like, I think part of the issue with some men is that they expect you just to be ready to roll. Hmm. Well, I think there's two things that come into play here. There's, if you're talking about a couple that has been in a long-term relationship or marriage so you have what did we call that we didn't call it uh stale what did we call that when the marriage like comfort um yeah no i mean when when 
um, you know, when when the sex drive just starts, it's not the honeymoon stage. Everything gets kind oh, of routine. Routine. That was the word I was looking for. Okay, so you have routine working against you, and then you have age working against you. Mm-hmm. Right. We've beat the shit out of the subject on how to beat off the routine. Right. Right. I should say beat back, <laughs> not beat off. Beat off instead. <laughs> it's a whole other <laughs> podcast. All right. To beat back the routine. Right. But sounds like this one is how to beat back or beat off <laughs> the the hormonal um, difference. difference and the, the age mm-hmm. factor. Right. All right. So, uh, you want my theory right off the gate? You want me to, I, well, to use this nugget right at the beginning? I'm sure. Why not? I mean, because I have a feeling we're probably going to end up talking about it for a bit. All right. Well, my my point is, and this is just from the, the male's point of view, okay. is that even though testosterone levels drop off for men, they do so at a slower pace than women. You you women go through that menopausal stage in a very systematic boom, boom, boom. I don't know how long it takes, but it takes a matter of maybe a year or two and you're through, you're off the other side. It takes 10 years. 10 years? Mm-hmm. And that's what my OBGYN told me that starting with like perimenopause, that it will take about 10 years to get from that point through menopause. Holy shit. Okay. All right, so even 10 years, right? I don't think men dr- drop off. I mean, and, and I'm, I'm taking the average guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I can feel myself a little bit. Now I'm 54. I can't lift as much. But, I mean, I, I look pretty much the same. My hair's not gray. I've got little, I've got some gray on my, on my beard here, mm-hmm. you know. But I, 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 I PT, right? You work out, I work yeah. out. I'm still horny, right? <laughs> right? So I don't feel those, I don't feel emotional. Right. I don't, like we saw a baby fawn today with a broken leg. I didn't feel like crying. No, but it, you were touched by it. Well, I mean, I I felt bad for it, but I didn't. Well, that, that's just like not being a sociopath. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> psychopath. So my, my point is, I think that's why there's a gap. There's a, 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 a probably a good reason why... Older men marry younger women. Oh. Because of that gap difference. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. But in the cases that they don't, that they're the same age, and one's randier than others, (laughs) then there's got to be some serious communication that goes on. Right. Well, and I think that, you know, for men out there who need to have that conversation... That there's a way to approach it and a way not to approach it. I got I you. mean, I feel like you need to be pretty gentle. Who? Because otherwise it's going to feel like a character who would bre- Who would breach the subject? Who's better to breach that subject? What do you mean? Well, let's say, let's, let's role play it. Okay. So let's say. I'm, that... I'm horny and you're not. <laughs> okay. Right. So, I mean, I don't think that it would be a problem for you to to be the one to broach the subject. I think that Well, I know it's how I would handle it. You would do it. Okay. Okay, so how would you do it? Well, the, the kind of the way I do it now. You know that 
when it comes to sex, am I the pursuer or am I the... I think we go back and forth. Withdrawer. Withdrawer. I think we go back and forth. Right, but what I make it a point to not be the pursuer all I'm the time. I'm definitely much more of the pursuer in that, like... But that's done on purpose. It's not that I'm not up here thinking about it. Right. But I don't want to be that horny old goat. Right. That's chasing you around and... and, and I mean, I'm, I, I already paw at you all day. Right. Well, and I can... I can tell from your, the things that you say and do during the course of a day or evening or whatever, I can tell that you would want to have sex. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you're complimenting me, if you're telling me like your ass looks hot in those pants, if you're like grabbing, you know, my butt or, you know, hugging me, kissing me, whatever. Like I can tell that you're in a sexual mode. Right. So it's not like it's out of the blue, like you're, you know, cutting the grass and I just come out there and like jump on your back, you know? Right. Or when you feed me a plate of freaking Grandpa Bosco's <laughs> spaghetti and then expect me to perform. Well, I, yeah. Yeah. That, I, I can't do that. Right. Yeah. Men don't perform well on a full stomach. I will well, say that. I don't think women do either. I don't know. Women like to be wined and dined in 69 after dinner. <laughs> well... I also don't eat as much quantity. I know. At one I know. I, I, I'm like a, a, a snake where I'll consume a small goat. <laughs> one sitting and then that's it for 24 hours. That's it. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway. So anyway, back to that. So you do let me pursue you a lot of times, but I feel like I got the green light, you know, like you're, you know, you're in the mood or whatever. Right. You can... You know me well enough now to know that I'm in the right frame of mind. Right. And vice versa. Yes. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but that goes back to the Fifty Shades of Jen because it's not a daily thing. You are distinctly different at different stages of this, what do you call it, the hormonal monthly cycle? <laughs> Roller coaster, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I, I mean, and I really have to, I, we just had this conversation, I have to get better at being able to see the signs, you know? Well, I mean, just the fact that you try is very... I do try. It, it's heartwarming. It, it, but I get I get stymied, you know? <laughs> I, know. I, I think you're feeling one way and you're not, and then it just blows, sometimes it just blows up in my face, so... Yeah. But you're right. Well, and I think, um, too, we were talking about the fact that... Um, you know, you also have to recognize that not every um, sexual encounter with your significant other is going to be this, like, pornographic, you know, like, crazy, dirty situation, you know? And for women, I think we need to have those, you know, more romantic, passionate nights in order to be, you know, open to the more dirty pornographic times. Oh, okay. You know? Goes kind of back to the wine and dine and... Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, not necessarily, you know, getting, like, dirty. Right, right. And I think that probably more men lean to the dirty side. 
right. than the romantic side. Yes. You know? So there, I mean, and, and, and there lies a good topic right there where if a woman f- is feeling romantic in it and the guy's feeling just dirty. <laughs> right. Right? There needs to be some compromise. Well, there has I to be compromise, but there has to be a way to understand what the other person's feeling. Yes. Because I, I can't just look at you and say, okay, she's feeling just she wants to be romanced. Mm-hmm. Right. I just know you're in a good mood and you're dressed up and I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be one of those great nights. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know where your head is as which way you want to go. Because you're capable of going both. Right. You'll get dirty. <laughs> right. So. Well, yeah. and I think too that sometimes like that, that romantic lead up is enough to want to get dirty. You know what I mean? Let's not just go from zero to, you know, fisting. Oof. (laughs) Hey, I have never even tried that shit. No, but you know what I'm saying. Like, let's just... No, I don't even know what you're saying. (laughs) Okay? I have never watched it. I've heard the term. Okay. (laughs) But other than that... You teach me things. Well, no, but... I, so what is fisting? I, I, okay, I don't want... I want to know, and I bet your listeners... It's, some like, of, a, it's like a guy puts his whole fist up there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, okay, no, that's never happened. But what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, is that you can't just go from, like, zero to porno. Correct. So sometimes, maybe just the fact that, like, you asked me to get dressed up you made a dinner reservation, you flirted with me at dinner, you told me how beautiful I am and how turned on you are by me. So now that so means... So now, I've all earned, of a sudden, I'm like, maybe I am feeling dirty. And I've earned the right to ask you to take your panties off while we're at dinner. <laughs> right. Under the table. Maybe. See, maybe. But if I ask that question... Right? I'm thinking, I've done all the pre-work. I made the reservations. I told you how beautiful you are. I've... And you're getting that vibe. For I'm me. getting that vibe, right? Yeah. And yeah. then I go I go for broke, right? Yes. I go for big air. And I ask you, I was like, I think it'd be really sexy if you took those panties off right here at the table. Yeah, see, I, I right. mean that. But if you're great. not feeling that and you shoot me down there. Right. Okay, it is a huge buzzkill boner destroyer. Right. Right. And you probably would male egos are fragile. Yes, and I can only speak for myself because. Well, I wouldn't ask you because I know you never wear panties anyway. (laughs) Well, not never, never say never. Okay. Um, but I can only speak for myself, and I would say that at that point. I would be like, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you were getting that vibe from me, if the if all the groundwork was there, that's the slow burn that I'm talking about. But we're not talking about just you and me. We're talking about the extreme cases where the one never gets to that point. Right. Where the guy but is. But is he not getting to that point because he's not putting the groundwork in? Yeah. See, I... In, you know, you, when you when you talk to your friends or, you know, your siblings or whoever you're having this conversation with, it's really hard to know if you're getting the whole story and what's going right. on behind the scenes. Right. 
Well, and when you were when you came home and were telling me about a particular situation with some friends, I we were only getting his side, and I was trying to put myself in her position, right? And think like, where is he going wrong? Yeah, and what could she be thinking? You know, right? Well, in this particular individual, I think his sex drive is at is pegging out at a ten. Right. And hers might be pegging out at about a five. Right. There's a big gap. Very now, the, on certain days, she'll hit the 10. But as an average, it's on his mind all the time. Right. Which is n- not normal. Well, it's maybe not normal. But I, again, men think not about it. Not average. Men think about it. Not typical. Men think about it much more than women. Yeah. Right. And I, and I think that's what we're talking. We're not talking about this individual. We're talking about the law of averages where men are more still sexual and more revved up and they get turned on by the smallest things, you know? Yes. Um, yes. Where women need that buildup. Slow burn. Slow burn. Right. Right. I could be sitting here watching a football game and a commercial Just, sets me off. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. So, what are those commercials that I did for the Super Bowl? Huh? This, what was those Super Bowl commercials? They always come out. What? I, I don't know. There's a commercial. Oh, Go Daddy? Go Daddy, right. <laughs> Hot chick. Right? Go Daddy. I'm yeah. thinking about the game. I'm not even thinking about it. Go, one Go Daddy commercial. I was like, hmm. <laughs> that fast. Well, that would do nothing for you. No, it would not. So. Um, well, so, I mean, in a... In an instant where it's that much of a discrepancy, then, so you were asking before, like, how do you broach that subject or whatever? Right. And so in that sort of an instance... Would you, first of all, would you breach that subject when you're completely both neutral, like, it's not a sexual moment, you're drinking, you're, 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 you just woke up, you're both drinking coffee, and it's just... Is that the time to breach that subject when you're on both on neutral ground? I would say for sure neutral ground, never in the bedroom, never right after sex, never right before sex. I would 100%. And if the listeners out there doing that, I would say warning. Yeah, no go on yeah. that. Yeah. Because that is basically like pointing out a yeah. character flaw. Yeah. And if- you probably will not get the kind of sex you want after that. No. If ever. you're doing if that's when you're doing it, every alarm should be going off you in your head saying, Terrain, terrain, <laughs> pull up, pull up, you know? Yes. You're about to crash. Right. Yeah. I would say, you know, whenever it is like a good moment for the two of you, you know, maybe you have been hanging out that day, you're at lunch you know, you're looking face-to-face, um, you're both in a decent mood, you know what I mean? But how would you, I mean, if we're talking about... I mean, like, la- like let's take last night, for instance. If there was something that was an issue between us that we needed to discuss, we had gone out for just, like, a casual dinner last night. Right. And we were both, like, in a good mood and, you know... Yeah. Last night at dinner would have been a good time to breach that. Yeah. Yeah. But now, my question so either is... either one of us would feel like we were being attacked. Okay, so that's the right mood. But I, I men need a little bit more spe- 
specific. Oh, here's that one of those fucking words. Specific. Specific. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> yes. Help me out you here. Need to be more specific. <laughs> no. Specificity or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what he Never <laughs> mind. Specific. Right. Yes. Every listener right now is sitting specific. there. Just spit that word out like it was nothing. I can't like, say it dumbass. <laughs> okay. We need more to be more specific and say, okay, from a dead stop, we're talking about the election, and now I'm going to turn that subject into this. How do you do that? Okay. Well, I would say um, I would start out with a compliment. You know, it should always be a compliment sandwich. Oh. You know what? You are the most beautiful woman that I know. And I'm not just saying that because you're my girlfriend, wife. I'm saying that because I, like, I'm so turned on by you all the time. And because I'm so turned on by you all the time, I feel like I want sex so much more often than you do. And I understand, you know, women don't work that way. You don't work that way. And um, I just thought this was something that, you know, we could discuss because it's been on my mind. Um, But I'm so, you know, I'm so turned on by you that I just can't help it. I always want to be with you. Wow. That's really good. Well, thank you. (laughs) You're really good. But But what if they're not always turned on by them? Well, you just tell why them that they anyway? want to have sex with them? Well, I mean, you know, they've been together for 25 well, I would, years. I mean, you still say something like that. You do. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. A little white lie doesn't hurt, right? Right. Okay. Like, you know, your body is amazing. I know I'm always, like, touching you. And, you know, I hope that that doesn't, you know, make so, me come right. off as being a dirty old man. But I, I just can't help myself because I'm, I'm so attracted to you and I'm so in love with you. Okay. So then, and then you would just ask, like, how often is enough? Or, I mean, does it get that scientific? I mean, well, I would just, when are you, I mean, how do I know when you're... Well, am I missing something? Am I, you know, am I missing some kind of sign from you? You know, are you interested in sex? Is there something going on? Okay. You okay. Know, is there something that I could do that would you know, be more of a turn on for you? Is there something that I'm not doing that is causing you to not be turned on? Oh. You know, sex is important in a relationship and I just want us to get on the same page and very you know. scientific. I mean they're very to the point. I didn't think it would be that I mean, question but but, but that makes sense. Right. You know? I I I don't know if that's the way I would breach it. Oh. You know, I might just, can I? Yeah. What would you do? I mean, I, I guess, I mean, I, I would just say, um, you know, something along the line of, is everything, um, what's, what's, what's the one thing that sexual fantasy, you know, mm-hmm. that you've ever had? I'd start there. Oh. With what's a fantasy? Because it doesn't mean it's going to happen. It's just a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Right? 
That's an interesting place to start. Well, I would start because then I would I would I would gauge that on how they react. If they didn't want to talk about a sexual fantasy, mm-hmm. then I'm not going down that path. Oh. I might turn off and breach something. Well, the reason I brought it up is because I read this article. You see, mm-hmm. I'm diverting. Okay. I'm getting the hell out of there. <laughs> I'm pulling that parachute and I'm bailing out. Okay. But if all of a sudden you're like, well, you know, I had a dream once, or you, and then you start talking about it, mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, I know she's in that right frame of mind. Oh. Because I want to know what, are, where, where are the limits there? Mm-hmm. Like, and then how do I? Then from there, I would ask. By the way, how do I know when you are in that fantasy mode? Like. Mm-hmm. You're not always having fantasies, but sometimes you are because you just told me about one. Right. Is there a certain time that you have these? Is it at night? Is it in the morning? Is it, you know, during your, before your period, after your period? Uh, when do those happen? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I might, because that's what I got to figure out. Okay. So. Well, that's a very interesting take. Yeah. See, I went a, a different way where I was thinking more along the lines of, the relationship and kind of making that like the focal point. Yeah. And why, you know, I would think that sex would be important, like for us to get on the same page. Well, you, you brought it up. Like you had to hit me with a, I had to hit you with a compliment first. Right. Almost to get you in a good mood, but by not really to get you in a good mood, but it's more like nobody wants to you to come at them and be like, we're not having sex enough and you're the problem. Oh yeah. But I mean, there's no way anybody would, I mean, I certainly would go at it like that. Right. I mean, you're, you're doomed. I mean, that's bound to fail that approach. Yes. So I don't know. I mean, I, I guess a lot of it has to do with, and I mean, it's, it's, it's the communication, you know? I mean, I know that's a boring answer, but... Yeah, I don't think it's boring at all. Well, it's, I, it's... I mean, I think communicating is, is the glue. Right. You know? But it's easier said than done. Well, okay, communication, great, blah, blah, blah. How do you communicate? How do I communicate with this freaking witch... Who never who's just fucking cold as ice and never wants sex? How the fuck do I do that, there, Doc? How do I do that? Do that, therapist? You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So, and I, what we're talking about is here is let's not have to bring the old sex therapist in or the counselor to make me talk about my freaking, you know, my childhood. Right. Because guys don't <laughs> want to be drugged into a, a a counseling session. How can we just have this communication? So I think I think the big thing is, got to be in the right frame of mind, relaxed, happy atmosphere. Yes. Okay. For sure, feeling loved. Feeling loved, right? Yes. Yep. And then there's a variety of ways to breach it, but the bottom line is you you're, you're now communicating. How you get there's potato potato, right? Mm-hmm. So. Right. But I think that you know, I mean, what you brought up. I think that's good, too. You could tell right away if somebody wanted to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, some people, maybe if they're not as open or sexual, like, maybe that would feel like, you know, a bit much. And you did say something. I can't remember when you told me this, but you said some things are just left good as a fantasy. Right. Right. And... 
some fantasies are just fantasies. Right. And we beat the shit out of some of those fantasies. <laughs> and I know it's just a fantasy. And and one thing that I will say that if you know that your partner would not go down that road, mm-hmm. you cannot in absolutely not push them down that road. Right. That is the worst thing you could do. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, because that's just going to make somebody feel like I'm never going to be what you want me to be. Correct. You know? And and, may, and and like you said, just even role play, even though you don't do something like that, whatever that is. Right, because role play is really fun. Yeah. Sometimes, role play is fantasy. Yeah. Sometimes that's um, even better than the actual fantasy. Right, but but that but that has to be enough. Right. And I would say men have a harder time dealing with that than women. What do you mean? Well, men always want that next level of excitement. Right. You know, okay, she went along with the fantasy. Woohoo! All right, now let's start talking about the real thing. Right. And then it's a buzzkill where like, oh, this it's just talk. It's just pillow talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I think as a woman, that feels like so like, ouch. Like, why can't that be enough? You know? Yeah. I mean, I know. And you and I have had conversations like this. Yeah. And you got you just have to know that, again, it goes back to men are from Mars, women are from Venus. This is how we are wired. Right. It doesn't mean we're gonna. We, we, I mean, it, it doesn't mean we're we're calloused or we're cold or that's all we think about or it's our way or the highway. It's just men are always looking to go to that next level on on how we think. Yes. But what we have to know is, I mean, no is no. So let's get to that level that you're okay with. Like, let's say you're good with fantasy, and let's make that fantasy is real and lively and fun as can, and stop right there. Yes. Now, I might breach the subject <laughs> on occasion right. until you slam it back down, <laughs> and then I'm back to yeah. being okay with it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. I think so. Well, and we were just talking last week about, you know, I'm always going to have a Venus brain. You're always going to have a Mars brain. Right. It's just being able to talk about what that entails. What's the one thing that you keep telling me? It's just a fantasy, mister. (laughs) Just a fantasy. What is it? Being with a woman. That's right. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And I'm not like. On Tinder, it's like, hey, check her out. Right. Right? I know that's just the fantasy. That will never happen. Right. Unless all the stars line Don't up just right. Don't even say that. Don't even say that. Well, you know, sometimes... I don't want to give you false hope. I know, but sometimes, sometimes I'll tell you, it's okay just to let us, like, well, if everything... It, something very spectacular would have to happen. Okay. You know, just leave it hanging out there. Okay. All we need is hope. Okay. Just a glimmer of okay. hope. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you have a glimmer. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, you put parameters on it too as a woman because you're like, I just, you know, I don't want to give false hope. I don't want I know. you, you know, I don't want you to get on Tinder and look Who- for a girlfriend for me. Who's 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 the workout girl? It's um Jillian. Right. Cuz Jillian could get lost 
right? Right. And need directions and come here. To the door. To the door. All right. See you. Yeah. And have a thing for Jennifer Jennifer Aniston and get <laughs> extremely turned on, right? I'm just saying, it could happen. Okay. Well, if she comes to the door, then yes, I I will oblige. Oh, so you just got to have to come to the door? <laughs> well, comes to the door horny and wanting <laughs> me. Okay. <laughs> All right. I get your point. So, um, any other thoughts about that? Like, I mean... I'm not sure what other kind of um, advice you ended up giving him. Well, I mean, I I, I just said, listen, you know, you just be... The the analogy that I gave him was um, if you're in a tug of war. Right. Then you know when two sides are pulling, there's a stalemate. Yes. When one side relaxes or try to get a better grip or gets their footing... And then pulls harder. That's when you make progress. So when your woman or significant other is just not feeling it at that time, don't keep pushing the subject. Right. Let it go. Agreed. Because then it's just going to feel like nagging. Right. It's hard, though. It's hard. I imagine. But you you definitely don't want to be like a nagger. No, and I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that individual, which is why I purposely try not to. You know, I'm not creeping down to your room all the time. <laughs> Although I wouldn't mind, you know that. I know, but again, I I'm never sure because I'm not that good at knowing the cycle. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I got you. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I don't even think that some women know all the time where they're at until they're in it. You know what I mean? So it's almost hard to give, you know, an exact answer. Right. I get it. So it's trial and error. So I think, you know, to wrap up, what um what are we saying? I mean, what are we saying what would be our advice to Thought we just, just I thought we just thought I just thought we just gave it. Well, no. So, I mean, let's how to summer how to summarize put it in a box and put a bow on it. Put a bow on it. Okay. So when you're comfortable, you sit down. When you're in a good place, when you're both relaxed, when yep. you're both like, you know, in a good place. Yeah, feeling yeah. loved. You know. Yeah. Feeling like comfortable, supported. Couple ways to breach it. You could breach it the scientific way, like you with. In the in the, in the compliment sandwich, and then go down there, or you could go my my way, the guy way, right? <laughs> right. The fantasy, you know, or, or not the, just has to be a fantasy, but a question to find out where is their frame of mind, right? Before I ask you to take your panties off at the dinner table, <laughs> right? Well, and I think you know, guys do need to keep in mind that women just aren't like them. We don't just like I know, you know, turn on like a light switch. So this I know, slow burners. But once you're on, you burn hot. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you burn hot. Sometimes you look at me like I'm a sandwich, <laughs> like I'm a steak dinner. Do you like that? I do like it, but again, sometimes it scares me. Oh. Well, because the other night, I had just 
ate that big bowl, and I could tell you were ramped up, and I knew there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> well, that was all right. I, I know, but I, you, as a guy, you never want to be not ready. I see. When you're ready. Well. Right. It was okay. But I understood. There's no way. I understood. Yeah, I could not have performed. You were like, don't you want to go for a walk? You should go for a walk. <laughs> yeah, see? See, now that, and that would be you keep pushing the issue. Let's burn off that, let's let's go for a walk and burn it off. No, that, you told me to go for a walk. Oh, I thought you like were Like, you sa- wanted me to get out. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying, I should go for no, a walk you, so I'd feel better. No, 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 you oh. told me to go for a walk. I did tell you like, to go for a walk. Why don't you go burn some of that energy off? Yeah. <laughs> go for a walk. I'm going to take a snoozer. I need, I need a little siesta here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I came back and you, I finally woke you up and you, I said, it's been an hour and a half. I, I, I just went for an hour and a half walk. Oh, and then we went and played a Roby, right? We did. Okay. See? All right. Good. Uh, all right. I don't well, know. I, you know what? Are we fucking, do we ever help anybody on here? You know? I, well, I hope so. I don't if know. We, if we gave you any sort of insight today... You can DM me on Instagram, or you can email me, bettermepodcast at gmail.com. Do you really have listeners that give two shits what we talk about on here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Incredible. Stop being a naysayer. I'm not a naysayer. I just find it hard to believe that people like listening to you and I just go back and forth about just crazy stuff. Well, I mean, you said some things to me that surprised me. I think I said some things to you yeah. that... Hey, the you, the so. podcast that I listen to, I get it. Most people would listen. You listen to what for how long? <laughs> All night long on a loop, right? So I get it. I get it. Oh well, thanks everybody. Thank you for joining us today, and thank you, John, for coming out of retirement uh, hiatus, uh, but whatever n- you were calling it. <laughs> I'm back in hiatus now. Okay. Oh, don't look at me like that. <laughs> you know I'm always there for you. I know you are. You're so good. In a pinch, I'm there. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, and I thought this was a really good topic. It was a good topic so. because it was. It just came up. Yes. And uh, I did agree that it was a good topic, and and you did do me a favor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Are, oh boy. I'm laughing. I know. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, John. Love you. I love you too. And thanks everybody again. Please, if you haven't rated and reviewed yet, please do so. Um, Also, if you would like to DM me, you can do that on Instagram. You can email me. I love to hear from all of you. So thank you for joining us today and we will talk very soon. Bye-bye.